Please join me in the litany of praise. The Lord be with you. We covenant with Christ and with one another to bear one another's burdens. Help us, O Lord, to live deeply into our covenant with you and with one another. Help us, O God, to walk in the Spirit and abide your love within these walls and beyond these walls. Amen. Gracious God, as our distant ancestors have for thousands of years, and our recent ones have for 50, we invoke your presence. Be among us. God, we are excited to be here this morning. We are awed by the cloud of witnesses, both past and present, who surround us. We are humbled by the knowledge that today and every day, you are redeeming us. And we are keenly aware, especially today, that the gathered community is of great meaning. So bless our coming in this morning to this place in this hour to worship you. Amen. Welcome to the worship of God at Northminster on this beautiful Lord's Day, which is for the church throughout the world, the fourth Sunday in the sacred season of Eastertide, and which is for the church at the corner of Ridgewood and Eastover our 50th anniversary, a red letter day in the life of our church, birthed 50 years ago to the day on Sunday, May the 7th, 1967. We are so glad that so many have found their way to Northminster today. Some of you, at some cost, expense, and energy, have found your way here for this special day in the life of our family of faith. 
the effort you have expended to get here and be here wraps an already beautiful day in another layer of love and light, meaning and purpose. Thank you so much for coming all that way for this day. We offer a special word of welcome to our charter members who are with us today, those visionary charter members who launched us all those years ago, some of whom since have moved away, but happily for us, have come back home today. We are grateful to and for our former pastors who are with us this weekend for the birthday of the church. We miss Dudley Wilson at home with Inez in Mobile. We remember John Claypool wowing the angels over on the other side. And we welcome John Thomason, Roger Painter, and Brian Brewer, and Amy Brewer, and Ashley. And we send our best to Brittany. We're deeply grateful that you are with us today for the worship of God and the celebration luncheon to follow. Your presence and your words yesterday afternoon and your presence with us serving communion today are gifts of grace to us. We are glad that you were here we are glad that you are here. Fifty years ago this morning, on Sunday morning, May the 7th, 1967, while you all were over here in Jackson, Mississippi, birthing a church, I was over there in Macon, Georgia, sitting in the fifth grade boys' Sunday school class <laughs> at Log Cabin Baptist Church on Napier Avenue. I did not know over there that day that you were over here birthing a church that would someday alter the trajectory of my life. You could at least have called. <laughs> so let me just take this moment to say on behalf of me and mine, 
and countless others. Thank you. So welcome all from near and far on a Sunday which in some ways is a special day, but which in other ways is a Sunday like every other, because our highest hope for this Lord's Day is also our deepest hope for every Lord's Day, that all of us gathered here will find within these walls some of the comfort and courage we need to live the life which is ours to live beyond these walls. Welcome all to the worship of God. We turn now to the lessons of Scripture which the common lectionary has placed in the path of the church throughout the world to be read on the fourth Sunday in the sacred season of Easter. First, a reading from the Psalms. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures and leads me beside still waters. The Lord restores my soul and leads me in right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. And now the second lesson for this Lord's Day which in a truly amazing convergence of lectionary and life happens to be the passage from Acts about the birthday of the church. Ah. <laughs> they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and prayer, and all came upon everyone because many wonders and signs were being done by the apostles. All who believed were together and had all things in common. They would sell their possessions and goods and distribute the proceeds to all as any had need. Day by day, as they spent much time together in the temple, they broke bread at home and ate their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having the goodwill of all the people. And day by day, the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We have come to the time in our service each week of silent confession. We have much to ponder and much to celebrate this day, including that simple phrase from this morning's psalm, the Lord is my shepherd. As we come to quiet, let us listen for the good shepherd, our God who hears us, heals us, 
and lovingly leads us into the fold. Let us gather silence together. There is good news, my brothers and sisters, for the Good Shepherd has come to give us life abundant. And it is in that spirit and on behalf of the church that I say to you, rejoice, for our sins are forgiven. Gracious and loving God, on this day, with these people, we rejoice in your forgiveness and your faithfulness. Forgiveness of our sin and faithfulness to each of us and faithfulness for 50 years to this family of faith called Northminster. Knowing that we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, we remember with gratitude so many who have gone ahead of us to the other side. Witnesses that are a part of this family of faith. Witnesses who have helped to form us by the deep love of God and taught us to practice the presence of Christ. For 50 years, you have blessed our coming in into homes who have hosted worship and Bible study, fellowships, and farewells, into the school for the blind, and into the synagogue, and into the sanctuary where we have gathered each week to remember your calling on our lives. For 50 years you have taught us to love and be loved, to be your redemptive people in the world, to care for one another, and to care for others all across our city and our world. As we enter our next 50 years, teach us to walk confidently in your future. Give us the grace to risk something big for something good, and the strength to rest ourselves in your love. Help our bonds of fellowship to be strengthened in ways that are good for the world. And as we come to the table of remembrance, prepared here before us, renew our spirits so that we might remember in the breaking of bread and prayer that we are being redeemed. Redeemed by the only wise God, our Savior and our friend, who taught his friends to pray, saying, 
our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from
Let us pray. Dear God, none of our lives are perfect, and we may stumble from time to time. Still, you keep us from falling so far that we can't get back up, and we don't want for much. Therefore, just as your hands hold us and never let us go, take these offerings from our hands and work through them so that we may accomplish your purpose in the world. In Christ's name we pray, amen.
We join with our brothers and sisters all over the world in reading the Gospel of John, chapter 10, beginning in verse 1. Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs in by another way is a thief and a bandit. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So again, Jesus said to them, Very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and bandits, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. This is the gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
here at Northminster, we come together to the table of communion on the first Sunday of every month, making our way together to the table of our Lord, waiting on and leaning on one another, bringing our many broken places and promises to the one broken body of our Lord and resting it all one more time in the grace of God watching the aisle fill with all of these dear and good sisters and brothers from whom we draw so much strength and in whom we find so much joy. Thus, we come again today on this very special first Sunday of the month, as we do on every first Sunday of the month, to fill the aisle and watch the line, remembering tenderly all of those who are no longer with us, and imagining joyfully all of those who are yet to come. Deeply grateful for a less than perfect but more than wonderful family of faith where every time the table is set, everyone in the room is welcome at and invited to the table of our Lord. On the night he was handed over to suffering and death, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup of wine. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this in remembrance of me. Thanks be to God for the life, death, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus. Thanks be to God for the table of communion.
saving spirit of Christ our Lord, who lived as he died and died as he lived, arms out as wide as the world, drink this cup. As we come to the close of this hour of worship and communion, we invite you to make important decisions for our Lord and our Lord's Church during this time of response. Weatherly Sands. Becker and Weatherly have been worshiping here at Northminster for a good long time, and, and they are coming today to place their church membership where their energies and affections already lie. Weatherly and Becker, we are glad that you're here. Um, we hope you'll help us be better in the next 50 years than we were in the last. <laughs> we welcome you to Northminster. I'm going to ask Weatherly and Becker to have a seat right here next to Jeff Wilson. And uh, Becker, here's the thing. You get to lead the procession out in a minute. <laughs> because uh, when Brian Brewer and John Thomason get right here. They're going to stop, and you and Weatherly are going to lead these deacons out. <laughs> Max is going to lead these deacons out. Um, and, uh, and then, of course, an army of Northminsterites have been working wonderfully to prepare a magnificent luncheon to which all are invited. As you leave following the recessional hymn and benediction, if you're going to the luncheon, you can just keep walking through those narthex doors and you will see tables with plates and utensils and, and food. And as you fix your plate, just keep moving over to the great hall until it fills. And then once the great hall fills, there are tables for eating that are set all about the courtyard and up and down the hallways of the church. And if you're in the balcony, as you go down the balcony stairs, there is a, an additional serving line down the long hall that leads to the great hall. So uh, it will be a wonderful time to be together. And at some point in the meal, we will have the prayer for the meal. So once you have your food, feel free to begin eating. And then... Uh, we will have a time of witness and remembrance and testimony and words 
uh, at some point in the luncheon. We're so glad you're here, and we rejoice in your presence in this uh, house of God on this important day in all of our lives.
Now go from this table to all of your other tables, resting yourselves in the love of God, casting your cares upon the grace of God, and placing your lives in the hands of God, the hands that will hold you and never let you go. Amen.